Thank you, Sir Greg. Thank you. Special. Nice to see all of you again. Uh, karong hapon. And uh, I told Ma Melon and Sir Mark that I will be preaching on the second coming. And supposedly sa last part of chapter 10 of Hebrews. Pero I was enticed sa first part, sa middle part of chapter 10. So, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 10. Please, in your Bible. And we are reading verses 19 to 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verses number 19 to 25. Kindly rise this time as we give reverence to the Word of God. I hope that you, you find it a blessing to receive always hear the Word of God. And uh, Hebrews 10, verse 19 to 25. <clears throat> Verses 19 to 25. All together, you follow me through your eyes as we read the word of God. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, um, which he had consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his place. And having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled with an evil conscience, and our <clears throat> bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching let us pray heavenly father thank you for the word of god uh, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews is a great book that will challenge us to find hope, to find consolation in Christ. And tonight, Lord, help us to find the secrets and how we can uh, endure our trials, overcome our trials. And Lord, help us, Lord, to um, open our hearts today, willingly and heartily, Lord, accept the word of God into our lives tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Kindly be seated this time. We look at how the faithful believers in Christ respond to their trials in life. There are three things we can learn on how as believers in Christ we can respond to <clears throat> the trials we face in life. And truly nowadays, as God's people, we are in the midst of pandemic. <clears throat> and there are so all sorts of things that would come up that can easily cause us to get discouraged. But the Bible will help us tonight find at least few things that will help us endure the trials that we face in life. And giyon sa mga matinumanon nga mga 
magtutuo ang pag-asdang, pag-atubang sa pagsulay sa ilang kinabuhi. See, the book of Hebrews was written to Jewish converts. These people had been saved from an ancient system of bondage to a law that they could not keep. <clears throat> but the rituals and the demands of the law were all they knew. They're so familiar with the rituals of the law, the law of Moses. And the book of Hebrews suggests that some of these converts were considering a return to Judaism. That was their old religion. So they were having a difficult time leaving the rituals and uh, ceremonies of the old uh, life behind them. And so they used to, they were born and raised in that kind of worship. And so they are having a hard time in leaving those old rituals of uh, Judaism. So they, they were clinging to their old religion and to their old methods of worship. Some of them had already walked away from their commitment to Christ as far as the local church was concerned. And they had gone back to their old way their old life, they had returned to Judaism. So the writer, which I believe was Paul, uh, Hebrews wrote to prove that Jesus, two things, that Jesus and the salvation he provides is far superior to anything the Jews had experienced under the law. And uh, that is one thing he wanted them to learn. After proving that Jesus Christ and the gospel are vastly superior to Judaism, the writer closes by challenging the Jewish believers to remain faithful to Jesus and to their faith in Him. We need to be uh, taught tonight, we need to learn from these people, uh, from this book, how we can face the trials that we face in life. This passage contains... Some very important challenges that we need to hear. These challenges are identified by three let us. Let us. Three let us. Let us, number one. Let us, number two. And let us, number three. Let us command. Each of these let us uh, statements tell us something we should do or, or avoid doing. And I want us to consider this let us commands because they teach us how, how the faithful believers, faithful children of God, respond to trials in life. And so these verses give us a glimpse into what genuinely born again people do when they are part of the local church. <clears throat> number one, look at verse number 19 to 22. These believers will learn, true believers in Christ, when they experience trials, would desire to draw near to God instead of abandoning their faith. See, kung tinood ka nga save, pag mabot ang trials yung kinabuhi, because you have the Holy Spirit, you have, you have the strength that God provides, instead of abandoning your faith, you desire, you seek more, to draw near yourself to God. One is secret to continue to say. 
And so uh, the first challenge is for us to enter in. Look at verse number 19. And of course it was explained we have a new way, new and living way. We have the throne of God. We're invited. And so uh, in verse number 19 it says there, Having therefore, brethren, boldness. We have the liberty now. Unlike the Old Testament saints, you see, they were forbidden to approach the throne. You see, only one man was allowed to approach the Holy of Holies, Aaron. And he was only allowed once a year. And so the God in the Old Testament says, Draw not nigh hither. You cannot easily approach God. But because the way is now open, we have this privilege, so we are, we are instructed and we have trials. Instead of living, instead of turning our backs on God, instead we need to draw near to God, having therefore, brethren, liberty, boldness, to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Thank God for that. Thank God we're saved, we're cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into. So we are invited to enter uh, in or into. And then look at verse 22. We're invited to draw near the throne of God. Let us draw, let us draw near with true heart in full assurance of faith. When you come to God, you have that faith. You believe. You know that God hears. And His desire is to hear us. We know that He that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. We know that God spared not His own Son, but delivered Him for us all. How shall He not with Him, with Christ, also freely give us all things? The way is open. And so, first, we need to come into. We need to draw near verse 22. These verses tell us how it is possible to enter in. In the presence of God. Into the presence of God and, and for us to draw near to Him. What do you do when you have trials? What do you do when you have trials? You know the Bible. You know Jesus Christ. You know His throne is open. What you do? What you do? What do you do when trials come? Draw nigh to God. Amen. Draw nigh to God. Enter into the presence of God. You have, ex you have to exercise the privilege of boldness, the freedom. The way is open. To the writer, the writer makes a statement in verse number 19 that must be sounded, it, it must have sounded strange to the Jewish leaders. <clears throat> they were shocked, most likely. Most of them. In sa writer, manolod ta sa trono, sa presidente si Jesus. Ha! Hindi mamatay, tana. No one was allowed to enter into that Holy of Holies. You have the outer court, you have the, you have the uh, holy place, and there you have the uh, stable of showbread, you have the altar of incense, three important furnitures of the tabernacle were found in the holy place. In the outer court, you have the you have the brazen altar. We have the, the labor there. Inside the Holy of Holies, you have the Ark of the Covenant. And that was holy. The men of Bethshemesh, 70 of them in number, just looked into 
the, the Ark of the Covenant. They, the moment they, they looked into the Ark of the Covenant, they died instantly. Uzzah, just touch it. He died instantly. And so, um, nobody can come in, in, into that place unless, of course, summoned by God. And there was only one man allowed in, allowed in the Old Testament to enter into that place. And that was Aaron. It was Aaron. It must have shocked them. It sounded strange to these Jewish leaders. He tells them to enter into the holiest with boldness, with liberty. He also tells them that there is a new and living way in the presence of God. The Old Testament Jewish system was a closed system. You need to understand that. Let me say it again. The Old Testament Jewish system is a closed system. God says in the Old Testament, draw not nigh hither. Ayog padul sa kwa. And uh, uh, enter not, cross not, come not. Uh, that is the, the system in the Old Testament. Uh, under the Jewish system, no one could approach God but the high priest. And he could do so on the day of atonement. And only then, with the blood of atonement, uh, atoning sacrifice, based on what Jesus did for us and uh, what he has provided for us, uh, people are challenged to draw near because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. There are, there are, there are only two possible responses to the gospel message. Two possible responses. Number one, acceptance. Number two, rejection. The call is for people to come. <clears throat> we can come with a true heart. I like that. With a true heart, the band believe. We must be sincere when we pray. Amen. When we have trials, we need to be sincere. And when we come to the throne of God, and when we come to Jesus, we are not to come to Him lightly. We are not to, to treat the spiritual things as if they, are, they were games. No, this is a serious matter. We're dealing with God. We can come in full assurance of faith. Thank God. You see, um, <clears throat> this means we can come to God with a full assurance that, number one, He will receive us. We have that assurance. We are His children. We can, we can come to Him as, as born again believers seeking His help. He will receive us and hear us. When we come to Him as a lost sinner crying out for salvation, he will hear us and not turn us away. Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. If you need to come for salvation, you come. You can be saved. The question that comes to mind as, at this point is, that, is this. Now, what, what, have you, what have you done with the gospel invitation? I ask you, those who are listening to us tonight, out there in our live streaming, what have you done with the gospel invitation? Jesus says, come and you will be saved. Have you accepted it? If you have, then you have access to God the Father. And uh, we, we say, make good use of that privilege. Seek his face and call on him. Open. Find yourself frequently in the throne room 
of the king, calling on him to do the incredible uh, for his church, the, the great things we need to see in, 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 in the behalf of the church, and, and of course for the lost. We can come and pray for the lost. And before I came to the pulpit tonight, I had prayed earnestly, Lord, I do not know where this live stream would reach to people. And I, Lord, I, I, I pray, Lord, that you bless your word and reach out many souls to be saved. If you, are, if you have not received him as Savior, I ask you open your heart and, and accept him in your, in your life tonight. When trials come through believers in Christ, instead of, instead of abandoning faith, the faith, I mean, they would the more seek to draw near to God. Verse number 23, Hebrews 10, 23, let us. Verse 22, let us draw near. Verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Without wavering. Number two, a true believer of Christ. When trials come, would the more hold fast. Hold fast to the profession of our faith. We are not intimidated. We are not confused. We know we have a, we have a Savior. <clears throat> we know we are God's children. <clears throat> we know He's in control. When trials come and when uncertain things come into our lives, we know God holds the future for us. We know that we have a Father who cares for us. We know we have a Savior who has promised, I will see you through. Paul says, being confident of this very thing that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it. We know that by faith until the day of Christ. Jesus said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. That is God's promise. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. We know that by faith we, we believe all those promises. See, now true believers... Of Christ, when trials come, would the more hold fast onto the profession of our faith. Now, the term hold fast means to bear down. It means to fight through the storm. You, you imagine yourself fighting um, in the storm. You're in the midst of a storm. But you know you do not easily give up. You will not sink, you know that. You're with Jesus. The disciples are terrified and, and cried out to Jesus. And, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Yes. We know that. We have been studying that passage. And we know that when you're with Jesus, nobody sinks. Nobody dies when Jesus is with you. See, yes. And we hold on to that faith. We hold fast to that faith. It means hold fast simply means be responsible stay true and and you will not only survive uh, the storm you will be stronger because of how you made it through you know god has a plan why he allows it and when you get through the storm you will be a strong child of god mentally the term means to continue to believe in or adhere to an idea of principle. What is the idea we learn? God will never leave us. Nor forsake us. 
we look at this pandemic today, our safety is purely in the hands of God. Our safety truly is if we, if we truly dig it out there and find the real answer to our fear today, God is our only source of help. We are to hold fast the profession of our faith. This means that since we claim to have hope in Christ, and since we, we say we are saved, and we are headed to heaven, someday we have a home in heaven. We are going there. We have a home in heaven. So, so we are to live out that hope by remaining faithful to Him. Amen. Are you discouraged and planning to retract? My friend, you know Jesus Christ. You are saved. You know you have eternal life. You know you have a home in heaven. Don't ever try to give up. Now, we go straight our home in heaven. That no matter what happens, we're serving the Lord. We hold on to that profession of our faith. Amen. Let us hold past the profession of our faith. Actually, I have, I have also looked at the, the, the commentary of Dr. Warren Worsby here. Just to compare notes. And uh, now let us hold past the profession of our faith. And uh, close and open parenthesis, put hope. Without wavering, discouragement made them waver from the truth. A renewed confidence in the greatness of Jesus and in the new covenant will make them stand strong in the faith. That is why we need to constantly renew. Thank God our church provides an altar for us to renew our strength, our faith. And uh, every day, every day, you pray for God's strengthening of your faith. Like the disciples of old who said, Lord, increase our faith. The readers of this epistle were being tempted to forsake their confession of Jesus Christ by going back to the Old Testament worship. The writer did not exhort them to hold on to their salvation because their security was in Christ and not in themselves. Hebrews 7.25 He's able to save us to the uttermost. Remember that. Once you're saved, you're saved forever. Rather, he invited them to hold fast the profession. By the way, the, the profession means the confession of their hope. The profession of their faith means the confession of their hope. You see, according to Dr. Warren Worsby, he said, there is no manuscript evidence for the word faith. The Greek word is hope hope and um, in hebrews there is a there is an emphasis on the glorious hope of the believer for example chapter 2 verse 10 what is that hope god is bringing many sons unto glory in hebrews 3 verse 1 believers are partakers of the heavenly calling that is our hope in hebrews 3 verse number 6 believers can rejoice in hope Hope is one of the main themes of Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews 9, 28. We are looking for Christ to return. That is our hope. That is a blessed hope. Hebrews 13, 14. We are seeking that city that is yet to come. 
<clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> we have a hope of heaven. When a believer has his hope fixed on Christ and relies on the faithfulness of God, then he will not waver instead of looking back as the Jews often did, we should look ahead to the coming of the Lord. Titus 2 verse 3, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. First, with the believers, when, are, when they are facing great trials, they come into the throne of God. They feel invited into the throne of God to find strength into the throne of God. They draw near the more. Instead of abandoning their faith, they draw near the more. The more. That is the secret we need. And then, number two, as we have, we have learned here, they, they, the more they hold on to the profession, the confession of their hope. We have a blessed hope. Number three, look at verse 25 and 24 and 25, a true believer. Verse number 24, 25, let us. Verse number, verse number 22, let us draw near. Verse 20, let us hold fast. Verse 24, let us consider one another to provoke and to love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. True believers, number three of Christ. When trials come, would seek to be being a becoming a blessing to his fellow believer. They help each other. <clears throat> they love each other. They share the burdens to each other. Now these two verses teach us that we are to, he, to, to help one another along the way of life. The challenge here is for us to consider one another. The word consider means to set to set the mind on. We are to set our minds on our fellow believers in an effort to provoke them. So you, your concern is to pray for someone so that they may grow. Help them. You are not, you, you're not looking at the welfare of your own spiritual well, life only, but you are more concerned about others. You want them to grow. You want them to grow. The ministry that you have invested in the work of God is meant not only for you to serve the Lord, but to help others grow. And that is the ministry of the Bible Baptist Church. We have these services. We do our part here to make the services, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, something that, that would, would bless other people. And it, it should sound... And it should smell acceptable, sweet in the, in the smell of other uh, unbelievers especially. So that they will, they will be encouraged. The word exhort in verse number 25, that exhorting one another means to encourage. One of the best ways to encourage our fellow believers is to pray for them. Extending our hand, a hand of help to those who are in, truly in need. We are experiencing a very unique time. And situation now during this pandemic. This is a unique thing that we have never, we have never thought of that would happen to us. We never imagined this thing will happen to us. And this is a very unique, I say, very unique kind of, of, uh, 
of testing. You see, I, I would say that because I have been, I have attended so many funerals these past weeks. And I can tell the hurt of the people. I can tell with the limited amount of people to attend their funeral services. And the limited amount of people. And you know, with all the protocols, so to speak, in, in visiting. I was visiting Sir June one time. And uh, my heart was grieving to be able to see him. And napalang uh, I will not mention the husband. Napalang ko sa at bangkit anak ko mga tent bito nga. Ako yung unsa man na desa. Muna butangan sa mga COVID. So, tanang COVID na diligod para before acceptahan sa hospital. Binakong COVID na natanan. Siyempre, paimurag isalao na sa dito. Tanaw-tanaw ako na ginaanan mo itong tao. Siya, sir, okay na? Dagang pag mga story-story sa security. Okay, sir, pero kwa sa clearance dito sa main office sa security officer na pa mga Batbuhaton dito. Kutain ko sa, asa dapat dito niya? Dito sa may COVID siya nagtudlo sa, ah, di akagi sir, so, ha? Di ko napagiyo siya, dong. Ako yung nang security. Di na lang ko, pwede ko mag-pray sa pick-up dito, Sir John. Pasinsya ka, <laughs> nakos pick-up siya. Nga no, pastor, ay di ko musulod dito. So, nag-pray mo dito sa, sulod sa pick-up. This is a unique situation now. And the more, I had never truly understood the office of being a pastor until today. You see, I was the last one of the last funerals I have attended. I can I can tell the the loved ones after napulo rabi kabuk na isang gisunod pagid sa pagawas yun napulo rakabuk. And so so I said. Napulo, walo mo, tagay lang ko, duhami kay naay mo, gunit sa microphone. So, Sir Dong, nag, ako lang dito, maglisod mo. Naka lang sa karsada. And every, 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 everything was set there sa karsada. Anyang lub nga, nasa ito nga, pwede inita pagyod. Nya, nakabarong ko, pwede na kong basa. Kung kini, hutoy kinong gabi iba. Una-una na ko, pwede basa. Kung kayo mabuhat. So we walked through ilang gidalang lungon dito sa layo kayo painit mig mayo imonit tinod nga painit waya sukalay and uh, sa pagabot dito you know tanan na kung kabugaton nga gibati tanan na uli when they shook hands they shook my hands and said pastor it was so comforting to us during this time it was so comforting the word of god your presence was so comforting to us during this time. We are living in a very unique situation now, which had never happened to churches, which had never happened in the history. Bawal na tamanganta, bawal na mag-shake hands. Ang ginabuhat na ko, gisigutan na ko, kinsa man eh. Binumailhan ka, naka-face mask, naka-kinsa man eh. A very unique kind of situation now. And uh, our church members face different kinds of problems and trials and sickness and death. Social distancing just really made it difficult for us. But what can we do as God's people? What can we do as God's people?
the best thing we can do is to help to help our fellow believers to pray for them remember them in prayer never underestimate the power of your prayer somebody needs your prayer find out the names of our members find out their needs you pray for them pray for them our greatest challenge today is to remain faithful no matter what we are in the midst of pandemic which we cannot tell when would this end our greatest challenge today is to remain faithful truly saved people will remain steadfast and hope to be faithful to the end god is looking for people and uh, wrapped with so many circumstances in life to be faithful in the book of Psalm Samuel 26 verse 23 the Lord render Psalm Samuel 26 23 the Lord render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness the Lord delivered thee into my hand today David said to Saul but I would not stretch for mine for mine hand against the Lord's anointed. Saul was constantly seeking the life of David. And there was a time that he could have easily, he could have easily killed Saul. But he did not. Because he knew that in spite of, despite the life of Saul, he was still anointed by God. And so he, he was wronged by King Saul many times. And you know what? There are many times we feel that somebody has wronged us. Somebody did us something that hurts us. But no matter what, whoever is that have done you hurt in life, do not mind those people. Be true and be faithful to God because God will repay your faithfulness. Sad, I would say, would be, it would be for your life when you are out of the service of God because you're, you can pinpoint somebody and other people. Tungud mangud anto, tungud anto, I'm out of the service of the Lord. I'm, I'm here to tell you, sad, your life is sad that it ended that way. You're not supposed to consider people. You're not supposed to let people hinder you. You're supposed to be faithful to God. Amen. And we need to be faithful until the Lord comes. David said, The Lord render every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. Yes, I could have killed you. I could have retaliated. And uh, make even with you at any time. But you know what? I'm faithful to God and I remain faithful to the Lord, serving God. Second Chronicles 16 verse 9, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Ang ginoon nagapangita siya, not the people that are filled with excuses, not the people that are filled with circumstances and quit. God is looking for people that in spite of hindrances, that in spite of 
piling up ng mga circumstances and problems sa life, still faithfully serving God. Is that you? Or do you find yourself hiding your ex- behind your excuses? Psalm 12, verse number 1, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceased, for the faithful disappear, fail, the faithful fail from among the children of men. Meaning they, they disappear. Some said, Lord, initanon ako ang mga faithful wala na. Nadala sa bagyo ni Ruli, ni Ulysses, gidala sa baha sa, sa Marikina River. Wana to mga strong na mga Christian. Gipanganod sa baha. They're all, they disappear. They fail. The faithful fail. Psalm 12 verse 1. From among the children of men, I ask you, are you one of them? Are you one of those who used to be strong and faithful and now gone? Cannot be seen in your place of duty. Wala ka na. God needs people to be faithful. To remain faithful, Christian, remain faithful to the end. Remain faithful to God until the end. You see, Revelation 2 verse 10, Be thou faithful unto death. Be faithful during hard times. I would never forget what Pastor Shia told me. I want to die with my shoes on. Meaning to say, kung possibly pa mamatay ko di sa pulpito, I would do it. I serve the Lord to the last breath, the last ounce of life. Ayog basta-basta buhi sa pagpangalagat sa Gino by the grace of God. And there is, you see, the only way to find yourself blessed, protected, kept, and guarded, truly, trying times is during trying times, what you need to do is to stay faithful to God. Why? Because He will carry you through. He will protect you. He will fight your battles in life. Be faithful because, I close this message by saying this, be faithful because God is faithful. Yes. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. But God is faithful. who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able but will with the temptation also make a way of escape. Hebrews 13.5 I will never leave you, no forsake me. Maybe you are tempted to slow down. I ask you, bounce back. There are people who say, well, I'm, I'm taking a slow motion now, pastor. I'm inahinay lang ko, ayaw na. Because, ito mo gulubing, utsinta kahak-hak. Tua ka na, 75 ka na. Utsinta ka hakak, butong na. 76. 77. Hapit na yun. Slide one step backward and you will go all the way down. Just one step back and you will find yourself down. Do not stay I'm. Do not say, I'm, I'm taking it slow. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> Bounce back and be strong. Be committed. God is looking for faithful men. Faithful ladies. Faithful young people. Faithful women. Faithful Christians. Are you faithful? 
in the service of the Lord. That's the challenge today. Trials will continually, we are in the midst of pandemic. Remember those three steps. Enter into the throne of God. Find help there. Find grace and mercy there. Draw near instead of abandoning the faith. And then hold fast to the profession, the confession of our hope. Remember those things. And then be considerate with others. Put your heart to find yourself being a blessing to others. The last challenge tonight is this. We need to be faithful. We need to be faithful. Why do we need to be faithful? Because God is faithful. Mean business with God and he will mean business with you. Let us all stand up please. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God. Thank you for allowing us to serve you. Help us, Lord, not to consider the circumstances that try to hold us back in serving you. Try to hold us slow in our progress. To hold back in our progress. Lord, but help us to be strong. Marching on, marching on, moving forward. The fight is on. The fight is on. Yes. You go before us. Raise the banner of victory. In Jesus' name I pray, Lord. Amen and amen. If you had never been saved, Jesus is the only Savior. He can save your soul. He can save your soul, but you must pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I am a great sinner. I realize that you died for me. You took all my place in that old Calvary, old rugged cross. You died there. You shed your blood that I might be saved. I receive you into my heart. Just simple prayer. Believe in him. He's the son of God. He has the power to save. Child of God, do you find yourself sliding back? Do you find the pressure holding you back? Slowing your progress, the steps of your progress? My friend, get back and be strong. And and be challenged, say, the fight is on. The fight is on. I must continue being faithful in the service of the Lord. I will not let circumstances hold me back. But I will be strong. I will be strong. In my walk with Jesus. We're going to sing what, what song? I sing, I live for Him. I live for Him. Just one verse. What song is that? Oh, I live for Him. Never mind. I thought they, they're allowed to sing. We still do not allow our congregation to sing. No, we need to make it clear. Those who are watching us there, well, Pagyapu is singing. But we can sing it with the heart. What song is that, Sir Mark? I live for Him. I live for Him. As we sing the first verse, you have decision cards. You can sit down and pray. Settle with God about your personal commitment, your faithfulness. Lord, I am challenged to be faithful. Let us sing verse 1. Come on now. My life, be my faithful. Love, be faithful. I give Make a commitment to, to thee, God. Be faithful. Thou Lamb of be God, God who 
died for me. Oh, may I ever faithful be, my Savior and my God. If you are not yet saved, it's time for you to be saved. God made a promise that He will give a power. As many as receive Him, you be power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Only have that power if you receive Christ, that your soul will be saved. And all the people say, Amen. Salamat, Pastor. Thank you so much for that message coming from the book of Hebrews. How we believers respond to the trials in our lives to endure this uh, pandemic or whatever problems we are having at this time. Okay, so thank you so much for coming here, especially at our first-time visitors, members of the church joining us by a live stream. So as before we go, let's have a closing prayer. Let's close our eyes, bow down our heads, and let's pray. Heavenly Father and loving God, once again, we are so grateful that you had given us a church and a pastor according to your heart to continually feed us by your holy word. Thank you. And we pray that uh, each of us Christians will have that attitude to, do, to go, to draw near to God as opposed to afar off. Help us, dear Father, as we face trials and tribulations this time, and that uh, each one of us will be sincere in, in our prayers and coming into your throne of grace. And help us as we face all of this to hold fast unto the profession of our faith. For you have promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Help us, Lord, to be strong, to endure all these things that may come our way. And uh, as we profess, all of us as saved Christians, we have that hope in heaven, our divine home. And thank you so much for providing us an altar in the church that we can renew our faith, our commitment. As we know that uh, once we are saved, always saved, as you have assured us. And uh, help us, dear Father, that uh, our hope we always fix on the Lord Jesus Christ while we're still here waiting and looking to the blessed hope, the coming of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, O God that will be able to exhort and encourage others, especially those who are having heavy burdens, that we will be considerate in terms of helping them spiritually. Help us to be strong and not begun in serving you. Help us, Lord, to be faithful in the service of the Lord as we are about to depart. Bless your people, dear Father. Be with us remaining hours of the day. Prepare us for tomorrow's work, activities. Uh, if you tarry your coming, thank you for everything that you have done to us. Thank you for the victory this morning and even tonight. And if there's somebody who's not yet saved, I pray the Holy Spirit will continue to talk to that heart's person, Lord, that he or she may be saved. Again, we commit the remaining hours of the day to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. May God bless us all.